All right, bradcooney.com would like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist Richie Carter. What is up, Richie? Hey, how's it going? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for coming on the show. I think this might be your, your second time. Isn't this your second time here? Yeah, this is my second time. Yeah, that's cool, man. So how's everything going for you? Everything's going good. Staying busy. Yeah, man. Trying to, you know, get back to normal. Yeah, we had a lot of stuff go down, man. And I know, uh, I know the uh, coronavirus really threw a wrench into a lot of musicians and actors and entertainers, and the whole country, man, got shut down. And so I knew that threw a wrench into a lot of stuff, sports, you name it, man. So how you been doing with that, man? You, you kind of regrouping or what? Yeah, it's been all right for me. Uh, it's kind of like decent timing. Um, it didn't affect like my work or income or anything. And, um, I was just getting ready to like buy a house and have a baby, so it's given us time to like stay home and prepare for that. There you so go. It's been kind of nice. Yeah, that's actually good, man. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it works out for certain people. So that's a good deal. Um, all right. So I know this is your second time, but I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go over a couple things for those who may not have heard you on the first show. So if you would just give us a quick give us a, give us a quick rundown of like how you first got into making music, like what what, what got it all started. I started when I was like real young just for fun like I wrote lyrics and like little poem things when I was in like middle school and around that time but then in high school I built like a home studio with a like desktop computer and like a little pencil microphone hmm. and I got like really good at engineering music and stuff at an early age so like I always had the freedom and ability to do it and I just like continuously did it and got better over time so like in the early days who who were some of your your um like who who did you look up to in music? Some inspirational people. For like the first half of my life, it was probably Tupac. Like I was like diehard Tupac. Like I wouldn't even listen to Biggie or Jay Z. Oh or wow! Because like you know, if Tupac said "fuck you," then I was like "fuck you too." So <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Ride or die with Tupac. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Tupac myself. We discussed this in our first conversation. Always been a big Pac fan. All right, so you dropped this new single called Dark Hearts. Um, so bring my listeners up to speed. Like, what's the, what's the backstory of this song? How did it come about? Um, well, on the first song, I talked about, like, losing my mother and all that kind of stuff. And then, like, I dropped both these EPs at the same time. And this song is, like, a love song about, like, how our relationship started. And it started, um, we first saw each other after, like, years. She came with me to my mother's funeral. Oh. So it's kind of like a story of, like, uh, falling in love in like a really dark situation like kind of a different experience of falling in love yeah man I like that angle um, how long have you guys been together you, you and your, your missus we've been together for a year and a half now yeah yeah. that's what's up has she been, she's real supportive of your uh, your music career yeah super supportive that's great man um so how many how many more singles you want to drop before you start looking onto another project? Um, I want to start working on another project now. I might put one more single out from what I've done. I'm trying to put some money back to do a feature with like a, with a bigger name and get like a video and a feature mm -hmm. for what I have done so far. And then like we just bought this house and I want to put a home studio in it before my daughter's here, like within the next month or so, hopefully. Yeah. And then really start making a lot more music. Is this your first baby? Yeah. Yep. Man, hold on for the ride, brother. That's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a game changer coming up, man. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, well, you, you, you know what? You're gonna, you're gonna. Uh, no longer will you take a good night's sleep for granted. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, sir, man. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of you know great things about being a dad, and it's just, um, it's just a game changer. You're gonna go through a lot of changes, but it's all, it's all good stuff, man. It's just a big change. You really need to be. I mean, that little baby's just going to steal your heart. I mean, it already has probably. Um, yeah, we're just starting to get ready to like build her room and stuff like that. So oh it's... yeah, yeah, man. That's what's up, man. Uh, what does the baby do? July 9th. Coming up, man. Right around the corner. Yes, yes, yeah. it is. That's what's up. All right, so I think we might have talked about this in your first interview too. Your EP Sappy Hour. Is that the most recent one, or you said you dropped them both around the same time? Yeah, the first one we talked about was Too Much Whiskey. Yes. And that one, yeah, this one's just like, it's just, they all go together, but this is all, like all six songs on it are about the girl I'm dating, my fiance right now. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's like a six, six track love story, kind of. How the, how, how's the EPs doing? Are you getting some spins? I mean, how, how, how are they working out? since I've been um, working these PR campaigns and stuff more yeah. of the singles that get the most exposure get the most plays yeah. but I have like a support of that so like everybody's always looking forward here to me dropping stuff yeah for sure do you get into uh, Facebook ads do you buy any Facebook ads or anything like that I'm about to I'm about to put a bunch of money into it I'm just waiting um, for this house yeah. stuff to close and then like with what I have left I'm going to put put aside some for that yeah, the Facebook ads definitely, definitely will get out there. You'll, you'll, you'll be reaching out and touching a lot more people, a lot more. Yeah. It's worth it. All right, so these two, these two other singles, uh, "Little Things" and "Ghost." Tell me about these two songs. Um, those are those are my two favorite songs. Probably me and me and my fiance started dating while I was still living in California. Like I was just coming back from my mother's funeral and stuff. So for the first three or four, like. About three months of our relationship, I was in California while she was here in Illinois. So, Ghost is about the like ups and downs of a long distance relationship, kind of. It goes through like what we were experiencing, our feelings, and like where our head was at during that time. And then the Little Things song is just the little things I appreciate about our relationship. You know, there was a band they were really, really, really popular in like the '90s and '80s. Of course, I'm sure you heard of him called Pink Floyd. And Pink Floyd was notorious for songwriting, basically stories. Their their, their albums would like would like, let's say from the first song to the last song would just be a, like a like a string of stories that all kind of intertwined into the same story. It's kind of like the it's kind of similar to what you're doing with every one of these songs that you write are. are the narrative is the same. It's the same person. You're, 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 you're. Did you marry her? Is she your wife yet? Not yet. Okay. We were wanting to do it this spring and stuff, but with this whole virus, it'll probably be next year. Yeah. Depending on how all these stay-at-home orders and such go and social distancing, but yeah. And you're in Illinois, right? Yep. So they got pretty strict uh, shelter in place up there. I feel like we had the worst. We still, we have to wear masks everywhere we go and stuff like that. It's stupid. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anywhere I live in Mississippi. I'm from New York originally, but I've been living down in the South for like 20, over 20 years now. But in my state, it's really, I actually think the governor's done a pretty good job, very measured. Like, we don't have to wear masks. I mean, we do have, in restaurants are open now, but you have, all the servers have to wear masks, and like the tables are, 
I think like I think there's got to be like two tables that separate you and the next the next party. Um, so there's like pretty good social distancing measures, but they've loosened up to where people can actually like have a life now. That's good. Yeah, I wish they would have done that here. I get like I feel like a lot of things could have stayed open with just keeping things separate 100%. the way they were. Because you go into Walmart and everywhere, and it's just so crowded. A hundred percent. Here's my, here's what frustrates me, and we'll get back on your on your stuff in a second. But now that we're not around the COVID nineteen just for a minute, here's what here's what really frustrates the freaking stew out of me. So like, let's take my state for example. My state, the population here, the total population is just at three million for the whole state. It's three million people here. So I think the last update I saw, we have like thirteen thousand cases of of COVID nineteen here. Which the majority of them are probably already recovered and back into the workforce. But my point is, we would have to have 30,000 as opposed to 12. We'd have to have 30,000 cases just to finally make the 1% of our population. So it's like, it's absurd to me that, and then the same equation applies to America, by the way. It's like 1% or less of America has it. So it's absolutely absurd. That we would shut down the economy and just like suicide dive this economy into a grinding halt for less than one percent of the population. Yeah, it's, it seems really like illogical, logical, you know. It, it is mind blowing to me how in, in, inept that decision was. Is like, you know, I, you know, look, I have some issues with Trump, but one thing I don't have an issue with him about is the guy is a brilliant economist. I mean, he got he had our economy on fire. And for and for this virus and these people to shut down, like the forces shut down and grind this, the, I mean, the economy was like a well-oiled machine. It was the best economy, like maybe in the history of the country, and to purposely just wreck it for less than one percent of people being sick is just it's just insanity to me. Yeah, it makes no sense. Like the company I work for right now just went bankrupt, and they're like a Fortune 500 billion dollar company. Jeez. Yep. Um, there's a place called Logan Steakhouse. They're, they're a chain. There may be some Logans up there where you are. I don't know, but they're all like a, they're they're a pretty big steakhouse chain here in the South, and they're not coming back. They, they have not been able to recover. They, they're shutting down forever. It's like unbelievable. All right, man. Yeah, let's let's get back on you. Um, so you talked about little things. You talked about ghost. Um, what do you what do you want to get done before the end of the year, man? Um, I want to get a feature with a major artist, someone that's prominent in the industry right now. And yeah. then I want to try to make like a full album. So do you want to collab with that guy, with, 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 with whoever you're talking about? Or, or have them sing one of your, your songs? Yeah, I want to collab with them. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's really, I mean, if you can pull that off. Now, what, what are some ideas you have to try to make that happen? Do you like reach out to their management? How do you do that? That's how I was going to do it. The PR company that I work with, Starlight PR, they can reach out to people for me, and I've been talking to them about that. Yeah. So it's just, I'm waiting to see how much money I can put aside for that right now, because, I mean, that's yeah. especially like somebody that's doing stuff currently, like making a name for themselves, it's a little more expensive. Yeah, I know Starlight's very reputable. I've been working with Starlight, getting these podcasts for a couple of years, and they definitely, they're, they're, they're out there, man. They, they, they put it in, so hopefully that'll come through for you. For it. Yep, absolutely. Do you write all of your songs, or do you have anybody that helps you out with that? Nope, I write all the lyrics. What about the music part? The, like the 
like beats. I don't do any production or anything like that. I got, I found a lot of the people off SoundClick. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm like, I spent like hours and hours searching on that thing, and I found uh, one dude specifically, uh, Dre Easy. Yeah. That's who a majority of these beats are from. Really? So what? Yeah, what is it about him that grabbed your attention? He just had beats that I was looking for, like stuff that I like, like where I could start writing a song to it instantly when I heard it. That's the biggest thing. It's hard to explain. Like, his beats are relevant to the sound that's out right now, and he has, and they sound more original and not like. Yeah. Like people are using a bunch of samples and pre-made drum machines and stuff like that or drum kits. Have you ever thought about like trying to learn how to make beats? Yeah, I've done it before, and when I build this studio here, I'm gonna get the stuff for it. And my fiance, she plays piano and guitar and stuff. She's, she's oh. a lot more instrumentally inclined than I am, so that that's big, though. If you can play those instruments, you you can you can mix that in and, and start doing your own making your own beats and save some money too at the same time. Yeah, that's the plan. That's what's up, man. All right, man. Um, anything else that I missed? Anything else you want to talk about? No, I think that was everything. That's what I'm talking about. So, um, in a minute, I'll give you an opportunity to uh, tell everybody where they can follow you and get your music. But before that, do you have any closing thoughts for the fans out there? Um, nothing really. Just try to get back to normal. Don't get discouraged by the things going on right now. Yeah. Be optimistic. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right, brother. So, what's um, what's the websites or the social media? Where can they follow you? Really, I'm mostly just on Facebook and. Twitter and Instagram here and there. Uh, my Facebook, you can just search Richie Carter. I'm the only one, so I pop up pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And then on Twitter and Instagram, it's L Richie Carter, E L Richie Carter. Where, where's your music at? Oh, yeah, obviously it's on Apple Music, Spotify. It's on all the, like all the all the major, major platforms, major streaming services. Yeah. yeah, that's what's up. All right, Richie, man, I appreciate you coming back. And the doors wide open for you, brother. Once once you got some new projects you want to talk about, just hit us up. Awesome, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Have a good one, brother. You too, thanks. All right.